Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Interesting tonight. We've got 50 to 49 uh, senators voted uh, uh, and said the U.S. Senate says climate change is not caused by humans. How about that? Let's go to that. What do you think of that? Bangor Interesting. Let's go to that. Sent to me by Julian Lennon, by the way. Huh? Yeah, he's a Facebook friend. Taking a while. Let's hope this. It's article. Bangor Daily News. Huh? When was this vote? Oh, January 27th. Today. Yeah. In a 50 to 49 vote, the U.S. Senate. Yeah. Says climate change not caused by humans. Let's see what this here. Go to that. There's uh, some uh, audio on this piece. According to NASA and NOAA, Earth's surface temperatures of 2,000 or something or other. I can't. We gotta. We, we, we gotta go back a little. According to NASA and NOAA, Earth's surface temperatures in 2015 were the warmest uh, since recording began in 1880. He's just got a map, and they're showing how the Earth is warming. Yep. And there's, for some reason, there's no sound on this YouTube thing. Maybe not. Maybe there's sound. No. No. It just shows a map of the Earth warming up. Oh, that's all it is. So global, that's it just gives a, a lot of uh, pictures here. Globally, average temperatures in 2015 surpassed the mark set in 2014 by 0.13 Celsius. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, so it's gotten warmer. Yeah. But they're talking about the cause of why it's gotten warmer. Right. And 
the world has gotten warmer, but it hasn't. It's not. Uh, yeah, well. The Bangor. The Bangor. Where does it say that? It's going down. The Bangor Daily News is. Pro- uh, to, oh, no, it's okay. Uh, okay. They're just asking, do you agree or disagree that the Earth is getting warmer? And is it caused by, uh, by whatever, by uh, human beings? But they didn't elaborate on no, uh, on no. the vote or when any, nobody has said anything no. about this, which no. is a very interesting thing. Really interesting, I think. Yeah, it came out today. Hmm. There's not much on that one either. I'm not, uh, not much on that at all. It says uh, the Senate. Uh, rejected the consensus that um, oh, yeah. scientists say that it's caused by humans. Right, but it doesn't. But it doesn't really elaborate, elaborate on elaborate on it. the on it as to what they're what they said yeah. in particular. Because it doesn't say really. Oh, here, here's a little bit more. The Washington, the Senate rejected the scientific consensus that humans are causing climate change. Days after NASA and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration declared 2014 the hottest year ever recorded on Earth. The Republican-controlled Senate defeated a measure Wednesday stating that climate change is real and that human activity significantly contributes to it. Senator Brian Schatz, Democrat from Hawaii, offered the measure as the Senate debated the Keystone XL pipeline, which would tap the carbon-intensive oil sands in the Canadian province of Alberta. The Senate voted 50 to 49 in the measure, which required 60 votes in order to pass. Only in the halls of Congress is this a controversial piece of legislation, Schatz said. The chairman of the Environmental Committee, Senator James Einhoff, a Republican in, from... In Hoffa. In Hoffa. Oh, in Hoffa. I didn't say in Senator James Inhoff. Okay. is an enthusiastic denier of climate change, saying it is the biggest hoax perpetrated against mankind. The hoax is that there are some people so arrogant to think they are so powerful that they can change the climate, in a offset, Wednesday on the Senate floor. Man can't change the climate. The Senate, with Inhofe's support, did pass a separate measure saying that climate change is real, just not that human activity is the cause. Senator Roger Wicker, Republican of Mississippi, was the only senator to vote against it. Hmm. Well. The Democrats' push for the climate change votes as an attempt to get Republicans on the record in advance of the 2016 elections, with polls showing that a majority of Americans believe humans are causing global warming. The votes were offered as a non-binding amendment to the bill authorizing construction of Keystone. Senator Lisa Murkowski, Republican Alaska, urged her colleagues to vote against the findings that climate change is significantly caused by humans. Murkowski, chairwoman of the Energy Committee, has expressed worries about the impact of climate change in her state. But she said on the Senate floor that the fact that the measure included the word significantly was enough to merit voting against it. Some Republican senators, including Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky, have dodged the issue of whether humans are causing climate change, often using the talking point that, I'm not a scientist. President Barack Obama, 
Moxie, I'm not a scientist line in the State of the Union speech on Tuesday. Well, I'm not a scientist either, but you know what? I know a lot of really good scientists at NASA and NOAA and at our major universities, Obama said. Scientists from NASA and NOAA announced last week that the 2014 was the hottest year on WECIT, continuing a warming trend that the scientists attribute to greenhouse gases from the burning of fossil fuels. Just five Republicans, including Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, joined the Democrats on Wednesday in voting for the finding that human activity significantly contributes to climate change. Graham said he's not a scientist, but that he's heard enough from scientists on uh, the issue to be convinced. He rejected Democratic arguments that approving the Keystone XL pipeline would worsen climate change, though, maintaining that the Canadian oil sands are going to be developed even if the pipeline is not built. Well, they can they can do whatever they want in Canada. Yeah. They just can't run it across our country. That's right. That's the way I feel about that. That's a very dangerous thing to have that pipeline. Yeah. It's leaking all over the place through countryside, farmland, and cities, and I think it's too dangerous. Yeah. Well, the biggest genocide in human history didn't occur in Nazi Germany, but on American soil. Uh Hundred million Native Americans were slaughtered by the U.S. government. That is true. Yeah, well, that's where they all learned how to do it. That's right. They learned it from us. Anyway, what's that got to do with unions? Well, they actually learned it from the English. Yeah. Well, here's an interesting one, too. Uh, Over here, you got six responses to Bernie. Hmm. uh, It should be interesting. Yeah. Robert Reich added a new video for Bernie Skeptics. How to respond to Bernie Skeptics. Okay, let's put that on right below there. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So this is is what it says. This is at over 4 million views, so Robert Reich, I guess, is is a popular dude. Well, that's wrong. According to the latest polls, Bernie is the strongest Democratic candidate. Okay. Six responses to Bernie skeptics. Number one, says the skeptic, he'd never beat Trump or Cruz in a general election. Well, that's wrong. According to the latest polls, Bernie is the strongest Democratic candidate in the general election, defeating both Donald Trump and Ted Cruz in hypothetical matchups. The latest real clear politics averages of all polls shows Bernie beating Trump by a larger margin than Hillary Clinton beats Trump, and Bernie beating Cruz while Hillary loses to Cruz. Number two, he couldn't get any of his ideas implemented because Congress would reject them. Well, if both houses of Congress remain in Republican hands, no Democrat will be able to get much legislation through Congress and will have to rely instead on executive orders and regulations. But there's a higher likelihood of kicking Republicans out if Bernie's political revolution continues to surge around America, bringing with it millions of young people and other voters and keeping them politically engaged. Number three, says the skeptic, America would never elect a socialist. Please. America's most successful and beloved government programs are social insurance, social security, and Medicare. I mean, a highway is a shared social expenditure, as is the military and public parks and schools. The real problem is we now have excessive socialism for the rich, bailouts of Wall Street, 
subsidies for big ag and big pharma, monopolization by cable companies and giant health insurers, giant tax-deductible CEO pay packages, all of which Bernie wants to end or prevent. I like that idea. Number four, says the skeptic, his single-payer health care proposal would cost so much it would require raising taxes on the middle class. This is a duplicitous argument. Single-payer systems in other rich nations have proven cheaper than private for-profit health insurers because they don't spend huge sums on advertising and marketing, executive pay, and billing. So even if the Sanders single-payer plan did require some higher taxes, Americans would still come out way ahead because they'd save far more than that on health insurance. Number five. His plan for paying for college with a tax on Wall Street trades would mean colleges would be run by government rules. Baloney. Three-quarters of college students today already attend public universities, financed largely by state governments, and they're not run by government rules. The real problem is too many young people still can't afford a college education. The move toward free public higher education that began years ago and extended into the 1960s came to an abrupt stop in the 1980s. We must restart it. Number six, he's too old. Well, that's untrue. He's in great health. Have you seen how agile and forceful he is as he campaigns around the country? These days, 70s are the new 60s. He's younger than four of the nine Supreme Court justices. In any event, the issue is not age. It's having the right values. Franklin D. Roosevelt was paralyzed. John F. Kennedy had Addison's and Crohn's diseases. But they were great presidents because they fought adamantly for social and economic justice. All right, good. Good video, Bernie. All right, I like that. I like to pick, I like him running. You missed that, folks. They had a picture of him getting off the elevator and running to some meeting, I think, for a guy who goes from meeting to meeting, state to state. He probably runs to each from one state to the another. <laughs> probably. Here's another one. Um, I think everybody should should know this. The, the seven biggest, or best, the seven uh, biggest best, economic lies. Right. And uh, that's another right thing. But it's probably something you should listen to. It's only a couple of minutes. But, you know, everybody thinks of socialism and capitalism and, you know, communism and uh, all this kind of stuff. But what it, what it is is you know, here's the biggest economic lies. Okay. That's worth listening to. Yeah. Big lies start to be believed unless they're rebutted with the truth. Here are the seven biggest economic whoppers and the facts in two minutes, 30 seconds. One. Tax cuts on the rich trickle down to the rest of us. Wrong. Both Ronald Reagan and George W. Bush cut taxes on the rich, and nothing trickled down. In fact, adjusted for inflation, the median hourly wage stagnated and dropped. Two, high taxes on the rich hurt the economy. No. Look at history. The top tax rate was over 70% between World War II and 1980, and the economy grew faster than it has since. Small business owners who create most jobs won't be deterred by higher taxes. Fewer than 2% of them are in the top tax bracket. Number three, if we shrink government, we'll create jobs. No. A smaller government means fewer teachers, firefighters, 
social workers, police officers, and everyone else who delivers public services, and fewer jobs for everyone working for companies that government pays to build and maintain roads, bridges, transit systems, and schools. Four, cutting the budget deficit is more important now than boosting the economy with additional spending. Wrong. The long-term goal is to reduce the debt as a percent of the economy. Unless we get jobs and growth back, that ratio worsens. So we need jobs and growth before we cut anything. Five, Medicare and Medicaid are killing the budget. No. Their costs are rising because health care costs are rising. And the best way to get health care costs under control is to use Medicare's bargaining leverage to get lower prices on drugs, medical supplies, and hospitals, and to move from fee-for-services to fee-for-healthy outcomes. And, because Medicare has lower administrative costs than private insurance, open Medicare to everyone. Six, Social Security is a Ponzi scheme. Wrong. It's solid for 26 years and would be for the next century if we lifted the ceiling on income subject to Social Security payroll taxes. Seven, it's unfair that lower-income Americans pay no income taxes. Wrong. The unfairness is lower-income Americans pay a much bigger portion of their incomes in Social Security taxes, sales taxes, user fees, and tolls than anyone else. And that's the truth. I believe, you know, and Iowa has played a very interesting role in the fight for public education. And for 100-plus years, what we have believed public education to be is up to the 12th grade, free public education up to the 12th grade. Guess what? The world has changed. That's right. A college degree today is the equivalent of what a high school degree was 50 years ago. He's right. People want to criticize me? Fine. I believe that every kid in this country who has the ability and the desire, should be able to get a higher education regardless of the income of his family. And I will pay for that through attacks on Wall Street speculation. They don't criticize the goal. They criticize the method of how you achieve it. Give me a yes or no on that. Is the era of big government back with President Sanders? The era of protecting the middle class and working families is certainly something that I will make happen. I believe, for example, that when my Republican colleagues talk about cutting Social Security, I say that when you're living on $12,000 a year Social Security, no, we shouldn't cut it. We should expand Social Security, and we do that by lifting the cap on taxable income. Yep. We will raise taxes. Yes, we will. But just to be clear, you are going to raise taxes to do this. Yes, we will raise, we will raise the, we will raise taxes Yes, we will. But also let us be clear, Chris, because there's a little bit of disingenuity out there. We may raise taxes, but we are also going to eliminate private health insurance premiums for individuals and for business. If you are paying now $10,000 a year to a private health insurance company, and I say to you hypothetically, you're going to pay $5,000 more in taxes, or actually less than that, but you're not going to pay any more private health insurance. Are you going to be complaining about the fact that I've saved you $5,000 in your total bills? 
So it's demagogic to say, oh, you're paying more in taxes. Let's also talk about we are going to eliminate, eliminate private health insurance premiums and payments, not only for individuals, but for businesses as well. Again, we are the only country on earth that allows. Good. I think it would be much better for worry 
Am I getting able to feed and clothe my kids? What happens if somebody gets sick? Am I going to be homeless if I lose my stupid, crappy job? Can I say no to a supervisor who is forcing me to work overtime and not paying me? You know, all of the things that sort of ordinary Americans face. I mean, there's just not even in my consciousness. There's wealthy or screwed. And it creates this high-stakes environment where there really isn't any social or economic alternative to striving to be a zillionaire, because if you're not a zillionaire, you're basically screwed. That is just nuts. That's just stupid to create a society where somebody cannot pursue an interesting, engaging, um, socially constructive career uh, because venture capitalists and private equity guys and Wall Street people like me have sucked all of the value out of the economy um, for ourselves. We made a series of decisions that drove up the wealth of a tiny minority of people and drove the wealth of everyone else down, theoretically in the services of creating more growth, and it just, it, it just isn't true. If the trend simply continues, in another 30 years, the top 1% of Americans will share something like 35 or 40% of national income, and the bottom 50% of Americans will share 5 or 6%. No one has a stake in heading that terrible outcome off more than rich people like me who have benefited so much from, you know, our country and, you know, its possibilities. When the minimum wage goes up, the economy gets more robust. Why? Because that's how capitalism works. When workers make more money, businesses have more customers and hire more workers. You know, when restaurants pay restaurant employees enough so that even they can afford to eat in restaurants, that's not bad for the restaurant business. That's good for the restaurant business. The middle class are the true job creators in a capitalist economy. When rich people tell you that the better off they are, the better off you will be, you have to call bullshit on that. It's just not true. He said the same thing as Bernie did. Well, the only difference is the sky's a billionaire. Uh-huh. He said exactly the same thing. You have, to have, you have to have a robust economy in order to be a successful country. You only do that by paying people which creates more jobs, which circulates more money, which is a benefit for everybody. Yeah. You know, and that's just the truth. But they don't want a democracy. They don't want a robust economy. They want to destroy this country, and that's what those people are doing. So true, though. So true. Because it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what's happening. Yeah. They're turning this world into a third-world country. And for some reason, that's what they want. And who the they are are the shadow government that we don't really, can't really put our finger on. We just have all those puppets in front of us. Trump fans admit something. How many of you are mad at Trump? Everybody. What are you so angry at? You can't even speak the truth anymore, or else you'll be called a racist or a bigot or any other thing. So political correctness, does that bother you? It bothers me very much. Because? Well, because, I mean, I have a right to my opinion without being labeled something. I mean, it's ridiculous. It has. You're calling it discrimination. Political discrimination. Yes. How? Explain that. Well, because 
anyone who says anything has to watch everything they say, and you can't label a state a state. And it's everyone is afraid to talk. You know, what it really boils down for me is the cultural change. I, I could have never imagined that in eight years in my country I could have seen such a huge cultural change. Well, you'd be shocked if I said that in many cases I probably identify more as a Democrat. And I've been around for a long time. And it just seems that the economy does better under the Democrats than the Republicans. Now, it shouldn't be that way. But if you go back, I mean, it just seems that the economy does better under the Democrats. I think Hillary would have... Hillary's always surrounded herself with very good people. I think Hillary would do a good job. Certainly we had some very good economies under Democrats, as well as Republicans. But to 204 and 208, Trump, Trump endorsed Hillary. Uh-huh. We've had some pretty bad disaster under the Republicans. He was right about that. What happened? Okay. Why did he become a Republican? Honestly, I mean, I'm incredibly wealthy. Well, because he, he, really, he really couldn't deal with the... Uh, Democratic machine. Yeah. Who wanted Hillary. Yeah. That's what happened. Mm. But you know what? It doesn't matter, because... No, it just doesn't matter. Hillary is <laughs> terrible. So anyway, let us go again to this and see what else we can come up with, Lila. Some really interesting stories out there. California passes the neighborhood. Yeah, that was interesting, huh? Jerry Brown? Yeah. What does that mean exactly? Well, it goes from in studying... Uh, California passes Neighborhood Food Act. As surprising as it may seem, you actually don't have the right to grow your own food and vegetables on your own private property. In some states, Florida, namely, people have been fined thousands of dollars for starting vegetable gardens and even gone to prison for trying to live off the grid. Last week, though, the state of California took a stand against the tyranny of the suburban lawn by passing the Neighborhood Food Act. And that's huge. The Neighborhood Food Act, AB 2561, is just one of several sustainable food bills signed into law by Governor Jerry Brown last week, designed to remove barriers to growing food for personal consumption. The bill ensures that people have the right to grow food for themselves, regardless of their housing status, and it includes provisions that would completely overturn local zoning ordinances that prohibit growing food in your front yards, backyards, or otherwise vacant lots, assuming they're owned by the grower, in residential areas and other types of zones. Furthermore, the Neighborhood Food Act guarantees tenants and members of homeowners association rights to grow food for personal consumption by avoiding contrary language in existing lease or homeowners association agreements. Wow. Yeah. Mm, I think that's good. I think so. Mm -hmm. The new the new will doubtlessly be welcomed by the hobbyist gardeners, homesteaders, and the prepper communities alike and serves to show how these movements are growing. Hopefully a number of Californians will despite the drought find a way to grow healthy nurturing produce that enhances their communities and it improves their food security. Now we just need to get the other 49 states on board with the grow your own philosophy of self-reliance. 
I think that's really great and important. What could be more American than that? Yeah, yeah I mean, I've been trying to grow stuff here forever, and I live in an association, and not everybody is uh, inclined to think that's a good thing. Uh, although I noticed a lot of people are, uh, are uh, coming your way. I think it's important to teach people how to take care of themselves. I think we should grow uh, oh, yeah, fruits yeah, and sure. vegetables. You know what you know. You know your what's in the ground. You know you're preparing the earth. You know it's healthy, and, are, you, uh, and you can get a good uh, crop if you take care of it. If yeah, I don't have a lot of sun where I am, unfortunately. Uh, it's just that weird law is still in effect in the United States. Laws that prevent you from doing all kinds of crazy things. Get this. The right, average simple things, you know, U.S. citizen breaks at least three laws a day without even knowing it. Believe it or not, there are 300... Believe it or not, there are hundreds of silly laws still on the books. Most of these laws are written to be so complicated and subject to interpretation that even the most honest person could be breaking the law. Take a look at this state-by-state -state list of 720, I think we won't go that much into this article, but 728 of the most ridiculous laws that are still Well, let's take a look, for instance, for our state. Well, First, let's, let's go to Colorado, Connecticut. Right. It's against the law to see a UFO in Connecticut. I didn't know that. In Bloomfield, it's against the law to eat in a car. No, Bloomfield, no kidding. It's against the law to walk backwards after sunset in the town of Devon. No good. In Guilford, only white Christmas lights are allowed. <laughs> it is illegal to dispose of used razor blades. It's against the law to use a white cane unless they are blind. Unless you're blind. How do you get rid of How do you get rid of razor blades? I don't know. In Waterbury, it's illegal for any beautician to hum, whistle, or sing while working on the customer. <laughs> In Hartford, it's against the law to educate dogs. Oh, my God. It is illegal to kiss your wife on Sunday. Oh, my God. How about Delaware? Oh, here's a good one. Oh, Ug ugly, <laughs> ugly men are not allowed to go into the city before darkness. <laughs> Women must not drive while wearing a house coat. It's against the law to get married on a dare. The only permissible sexual position is missionary style. Lewis, it, it is illegal to wear pants that are form-fitting around the waist. In Fenwick Island, no vehicle will be used as a picnic facility, which means no standing, sitting, eating, or drinking on any streets or highways. In Rehoboth, six-year-old girls may not run around without being fully clothed. One may not whisper in church. No person shall change clothes in his or her vehicle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's in Delaware. Yeah. Uh, this will help, uh, go up to the, I don't know where, what's... what's Let's try New York. It's an adjacent state to us. Okay. Hawaii, oh. Idaho, uh, and Tello, Idaho. It's illegal not to smile in public. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it's a crime to ride a merry-go-round on Sundays. This is in Idaho, by the way. Children up to the age of 14 must have a certificate signed by their parents to testify that they regularly brush their teeth. A boy may only court a girl after obtaining written permission from her father. 
premarital sex is illegal and can be jailed up to six months. Oh, there'd be nobody living in that state. The law be in jail. In Idaho Falls, it is illegal to ride a motorcycle if you are at least 88 years old. (laughs) It is illegal for a man to give his sweetheart a box of candy weighing less than 50 pounds. That's crazy. And it's illegal to walk the streets with a red-tipped cane. Holy Christ. That's pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Connecticut's right up there with crazy, so I guess that's good. Let's see what New York says. Uh, Keep going. Or Maine or someplace like that. Keep uh, going. In Arizona, it's unlawful to refuse a person a glass of water. Huh? In Nogales, the wearing of suspenders is prohibited by city ordinance. In Tombstone, it is illegal for men and women over the age of 18 to have less than one missing tooth visible when smiling. In Tucson, women may not wear pants. They go naked. It's illegal. Children are not allowed to sing nursery rhymes after 8 p.m. In Tucson, women may not wear pants. <laughs> That's illegal? Yeah. Children are not allowed to sing nursery rhymes. It's illegal to sing in a public place while wearing a swimsuit. (laughs) One must be 18 years old to buy spray paint. In Glendale, it is illegal to drive your vehicle in reverse, and one may not have more than two dildos in a house. (laughs) This is unlawful to cut down on the cigarro cactus. Well, in Arkansas, a man can legally beat his wife, but not more than once a month. Idiots <laughs> are disqualified from holding office or testifying as a witness. Men are not allowed to ask women to dance during the month of July. <laughs> no one may suddenly start or stop their car at a McDonald's. In Fayetteville, dogs may not bark after 6 p.m. Arkansas must be pronounced Arkansas. All right. Not our Kansas. <laughs> a law provides that school teachers who bob their hair will not get a raise. It is illegal to buy or sell blue light bulbs. It's against the law to mispronounce the name of the state, Arkansas, in this state. Oral sex is considered to be sodomy. In Little Rock, it is unlawful to eat cheese on Friday unless it is accompanied by a large bottle of beer. It is illegal to. Ch- to call a child Zabradaka. <laughs> Flirtation between men and women on the streets of Little Rock is unlawful. In Little Rock, no person shall sound the horn on a vehicle at any place where cold drinks or sandwiches are served after 9 p.m. <laughs> okay. Uh, California, sunshine is guaranteed to the masses. Okay. Animals are banned from mating publicly within 1,500 feet of a tavern, school, or place of worship. I hope the animals know that. Bathhouses are against the law. It is a misdemeanor to shoot any kind at any kind of game from a moving vehicle unless the target is a whale. <laughs> Women may not drive in a houseboat. That's a popular That's one. That's a popular one, yeah. In Blythe, you are not permitted to wear cowboy boots unless you already own at least two cows. <laughs> Someone should have said, told George Bush that. He was uh, always Yeah, yeah. Hey, women may not wear high heels within the city limits. And ordinance 
was passed that makes it illegal for anyone to try and stop a child from joyfully jumping over puddles of water. In Downey, California, it's illegal to wash your car on the street. It is illegal to have caller uh, ID. It's, 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 it cannot set up a mousetrap without a hunting license. <coughs> yeah. In Ventura County, cats and dogs are not allowed to have sex without a license, without a permit. It is illegal to serve alcohol to a gay person. In Pasadena, it's against the law for a secretary to to be alone in a room with her boss. It is illegal to eat an orange in a bathtub. In San Jose, it is illegal to have more than two cats or dogs. It's illegal to wiggle while dancing. <laughs> women may not and, drive and, and, in a house coat there either. Old women must hide their faces when in the vicinity of virgins. <laughs> <laughs> it is an offense for residents to appear on reality TV shows. On still on some beaches, it's still illegal for females to surf. Is oh, you said it's illegal to wiggle while dancing in San, Lu- San Luis Obispo. Using a gas-powered blower at a business on Sunday is prohibited. There you go. Okay. Los Angeles. It's against the law to wash a neighbor's car without permission. <laughs> I guess. Okay. It's illegal to cry on the witness stand. It's illegal, really, to cry on the witness stand, yeah. The city passed an ordinance requiring that a man obtain a license before serenading a woman. Okay. This, this, this is real stuff. And San Francisco, it's illegal to beat a rug in front of a house. Giving or receiving oral sex is prohibited. The city of San Francisco copyrighted its name. It is illegal to manufacture any items with that name. And cars are the only items allowed in a garage. <laughs> Long Beach. It is illegal to curse on a mini golf course. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Well. Colorado, you know, Colorado being this state that's open to a lot of things, well, it isn't against the law to raise or permit a dandelion to grow without the city limits of Pueblo. It is against the law to raise or permit a dandelion to grow within the city limits of Pueblo, Colorado. That's crazy as hell. In Pueblo, it is against the law to raise or permit a dandelion to grow within the city limits. It is illegal for a woman wearing a red dress to be out on the streets after 7 p.m. You know, you can't grow a dandelion in uh, in, uh, Pueblo, Colorado. (laughs) Tell us the dandelion. They won't allow it. That's against the law. There's two laws even against it. Car dealers' trips are not allowed to be open for sales on Sundays. Jeez. In Sterling, Colorado, it's unlawful to walk under a ladder. It is against the law for children over the age of eight to wet the bed, and adultery is illegal. In Logan, it is, Colorado, it is illegal for a man to kiss a woman while she is asleep. Oh, kind of crazy. Let's go to another. That's Colorado, article. yeah. Denver. Okay, let's. It is unlawful to lend your vacuum cleaner to the next door neighbor. I think that's enough. Yeah. We 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 can prove. It's that illegal to stutter okay. on a Sunday during a church service. Let's move on. And it is illegal to mistreat rats. Okay, let's move on. Okay. We've read enough of those. Is there well, it's stupid? against a lot to see a UFO. That's in Connecticut. Yeah, we already read that. Let's go. Let's go to another article, Leo. 
Good. You could you could read this all night for the next couple I know. hours. It's, it's too funny. It's isn't too it? stupid. Uh, After January 14th, residents will be charged a fee for having Christmas decorations still up. Mm-hmm. That's in Maine. Yeah. That's because they don't take them down. They in don't July. like to take them down. Yeah, that's for sure. I live there. So well, anyway. if you got so much snow and stuff, you can't take them down sometimes. I was really surprised when I saw this. It turned out that the, uh, you know, the, the star Julian Anderson on X-Files, yeah, the she woman was offered only half of what uh, David Duchovny was at, was paid to, 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 re, to play the, the retro. The that's retro. not right. Isn't that sick? So know. Hollywood pays she was women much less than men. Oh, they, they do. Men. They do. Yeah, that's, that's why that Jennifer Lawrence was so upset. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, she was... She was getting paid. She was the star of uh, Hunger Games. Yep. Uh, she was paid less than the guys that were just. Uh, so jumps. what? What happened as a result of this? Did she? Uh, she she got. How she, did she, she fall she, out of suit or something? Yeah, she know. did. She did, and uh, and a lot of other women, uh, you know, filed with her. You know, Good. Class action. They were very much. A, Absolutely. And Jennifer Lawrence was the first one, and then uh, this one is really upset too because. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Agent Scully is what makes the X-Files worth watching. Well, you know, the two of them, the duo, was, was what was good, you know. And while the show is about an FBI duo tracking down supernatural crimes, Agent Dana Scully, played by Gillian Anderson, is a standout character whose level had a no-bullshit attitude holds the show together, which is true. Mm-hmm. Watching reruns of the show today, Agent Fox Muller, uh, played by David Duchovny, comes off as an egotistical jerk. Well, they, you know, you, well, can, anyway. you can say that whatever you want, but the thing is that it's a really, it's an interesting Let's just thing. Leave it. Good on Anderson for negotiating for equal price. It's great that she could. Unlike a lot of Americans, she had both the club to negotiate without the threat of being fired and the knowledge that she was being underpaid. A lot of workers are legally banned from discussing their salaries with others, so it's hard for people to know they're being underpaid. The American Association of University Women and other groups are trying to end the race and gender biased wage gap uh, support federal legislation called the Fair Pay Act, which would ban companies for having these gag orders that stops employees from discussing pay. The reasons for the pay gap do not make for a mysterious case that Mulder and Scully would need to solve. This is a straightforward discrimination. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, they're lucky. She's lucky she has the clout to do that, but ordinary people Well, that she does. She's fighting it, which is good. You know, that's what they should do. uh, But ordinary people, Leo, they're just saying, don't have that clout. And they get fired if they share what what they're making. That's right. This is an interesting one. It's a very, it's all visual, but uh, it, this, this this artist uh, drew uh, a, a woman into every uh, outdoor scene that he that he uh, that he photographed. Oh, okay. And uh, you, you, you can't really you can't really see. It's worth taking a quick look at though, because it's really fun. See if you can find her. Can you find her? It's right here. Where? 
I wish we had gray men in suits, he told Judy Woodruff, conjuring in some nostalgia-minded uh, uh, courtly cabal of well-heeled businessmen who, draft, who drafted war hero Dwight D. Eisenhower to run for president as a Republican. We don't have that, Brooks continued, but the donor class can do something. Oh, yes, the donor class, those people with deep pockets flung open even wider by the Supreme Court's Citizen United decision just six years ago, permitting their country's uh, rich to pour even more of their fortunes into control of our electoral process. Brooks was saying openly what many of them are thinking privately, only we can save the party from the megalomania of Donald Trump and Ted Cruz and protect our precious status quo. We do the best, Brooks suggested, that panicked state legislators who Republicans, congressmen, senators, and local committeemen should join together in donors so they don't send the party into suicide. Makes sense? Cronies of the those very same, uh, many of those very same folks already are deep in hock to the donors. Their contributions offered laundered via entities with highfalutin names like ALEC, the American Legislative Exchange Council, that lends a helping corporate hand to legislators eager to write favorable laws, provide tax incentives, dismember public employee, employee unions and private government, government something devices. Brooks's vision of coup unfolded. Of a, of a coup unfolded. Excuse me, of a coup unfolded. The donors and their allies would handpick their candidate, winnowing the field, and um, he accessories news hour limitations with New York Times column headline, time for a Republican conservative. Let's get this straight. Right, one of the most prominent. Where is One of the most prominent Republican elites in the country who has ever been touted as President Obama's favorite candidate, we're not making it up, is calling on the donor class to rescue the party from the rabble. Game's over, voters. The oligarchs will decide this election. That's and true. that's what they are, a small, unbelievably wealthy group of the powerful and privileged who already have a tighter grip on our nation. It's government politics economy that the rapish robber barons of our gilded age Brooks and like-minded elites believe they must be trusted to do the right thing. Let them be the deciders. i got to show you this. Cause, uh, this That's is, what uh, it is. It's just the oh, billionaires. Yeah. Oh, billionaires yeah. I told you that. Oh, you did. You did. But there's something else I want to show you, which is really mind-boggling. Um, and I, I was going to, I wanted to read that today. I couldn't, uh, because it was on the New York Times, you can't share that thing on Facebook, so I couldn't put it oh, on. Oh, you couldn't. But what I did is I, I was able to post the, the article uh, on my on my website, uh, and, uh, you know, and, and go with the, uh, here it is, dark money. It says, uh, and this article here, which I'm going to read, this it, 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 this totally amazed me because this article came out on, on Christmas Day, mm -hmm. okay, in the New York Times. And uh, it says, the New York Times article is announcing the sale of the century, published on Christmas Day, says to all the elite of the world, it's Xmas, yeah, it's Christmas. So give, uh, give yourselves a happy and prosperous New Year. Step up now and buy your politician before January 1st, 2016. To receive your Xmas gift before the IRS and every politician you buy off, you know. Uh, get a tax deduction. Oh hell yeah! And not only that, you can buy off these guys. Now, no, no, listen. I'm going to put this up. This um, 
this thing here, and you'll see, we'll read this article, it's called Dark Money, but it's kind of an announcement to them that you can buy anybody now. Yeah. You, know, you, you can buy the buy off the whole damn world. Uh, you know, the corporations and, and wealthy individuals can, can buy. And, uh, and I'll go to that in just one second. Okay. I really wanted to read this tonight. By the Electoral Board, as un, it's called Dark Money, and uh, as untold millions of dollars pour into the shadowy campaign trusts of the presidential candidates, voters need to be reminded of the rosy assumptions of the Supreme Court Citizens United decision that legitimized the new spending frenzy. In allowing unlimited spending on candidates by corporations and unions, the court decision in 2010. Blithely pronounced a campaign finance system that pays corporate independent expenditure with effective disclosure has not existed before today. Effective disclosure exists? I didn't know yeah. that. The majority in the 5-4 to four decision should have been watching this month when the Republican-controlled Congress, which has firmly bottled up all campaign disclosure legislation, voted to further cripple disclosure at two of its most vital points. In the, in the new, in the new budget bill, Republicans inserted a provision blocking the Internal Revenue Service from creating rules to curb the growing abuse of the tax law by thinly veiled political machines posing as social welfare organizations. These groups are financed by rich special interest donors who do not have to reveal their identities under the law, under tax law, so much for effective disclosure at the IRS. In another move to keep the public blindfolded about who is writing big corporate checks for federal candidates, the Republicans barred the Securities and Exchange Commission from finally finalizing rules requiring corporations to disclose their campaign spending to investors. It was Citizens United that foolishly envisioned a world in which shareholders can determine whether their corporation's political speech advances the corporation's interest in making profits, and citizens can see whether elected officials are in the pockets of so-called moneyed interests. Okay. Enact, uh, enacting to seal uh, that pocket and hobble the IRS, uh, congressional Republicans are uh, advancing what has become the dark age of plutocratic money in campaign spending. In every turn, they are unveiling the truth about the special interest ties they have with rich donors shopping for favors. Since the since Citizens United's decision in January 2010, uh, 2010, politicians have collected more than $500 million in dark money from phantom donors, according to the Center for Responsive Politics, the hundreds of millions more expected in the current campaign. The move against the SEC blocked by uh, blocked it by finalizing a corporate disclosure rule, leaving leaving proponents hopeful that it could be studied for some future enactment. This is not likely with the Republican Congress, which has made the IRS even more of a target, and conservative lawmakers contend that tax investigators have been biased uh, against 
right-wing political groups operating as social welfare organizations. And Congress has cut the tax agency bracket by 18% since 2000, reducing its workforce and, re and weakening tax law. Uh, Is there any ray of light? For two years, President Obama has dithered and withheld the one blow he could easily strike for greater political transparency. The signing of an executive order requiring government contractors to disclose their campaign spending. This would not solve the overall problem, but in mandating new disclosures in time for the 2016 elections, it would help affirm that democracy is about transparency. Mr. Obama should sign the order now. If Republicans want to make an issue of this, let them, and then let them defend the scourge of dark money before the voters. Uh, they saw it all self-righteous and everything yeah. doing this, but you know to leak this out on December 25th, mm -hmm. all right? Uh, you know to to, to tell to tell everybody, hey, you know, get, get your tax right off. Get your tax right off and buy these guys now. You know what I mean? Well, we've come right to the end of our show. Yep. And just to let you know, this. Yeah. That blind giving is still going on. You can't even find out who's doing it. That's right. So you don't know. Oh, really. there is somebody. There is. There is. There is. There is a place called OpenSecrets.org. Check that out, and it, it and, and it, it explains a lot. That's where I got that article from, actually. But it explains a lot because all of the candidates, everything mm -hmm. you want to know, who, the, who their sponsors are, who their donors are. That kind of stuff, it's right there, OpenSecrets.org. Interesting. Gotta, yeah. We'll have to read that next And time. i got a link to my website, too, so please uh, go there. And in the meantime, I want to thank everybody who joined us, and hope you'll join us again uh, tomorrow when I uh, do some, uh, some campaigning. Well, good. Some well, good night, folks, and have a, have a good night, and enjoy the weekend that's coming up. All right. Good night, everybody. Thanks for being here. It is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.